Hi, and welcome to a National Philanthropy Day episode of the Good Works Podcast. Today, we're at the Corning Area Chamber of Commerce Information Center, and we're going to talk all about youth philanthropy. And as always, please stay tuned until the end when we're going to tell you what we're looking forward to in the next couple of weeks. Hi, Sarah. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? How is your wrist? My wrist is broken. I see that. I know. And, and I'm sad that I don't have any kind of glamorous story to um, explain it, but here well, it is. We'll make that up later, okay? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> well, it's fun to be here today. We're out and about, and we're with Katie McConville. Katie is our youth philanthropy person at the Community Foundation, and today she's going to talk to us a little bit about youth philanthropy. Yes. Some of your kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have three youth philanthropy programs. We visit the classrooms and we do a grant writing activity for the kids where the elementary students actually get to give away $100 to a charity of their choice. Um, and we've just launched Philanthro Peeps, our middle school um, <laughs> after school club in middle school, uh, Corning Middle School. Yes, Sarah and I love saying <laughs> Philanthropeeps, and yeah. we say it all the time, and yeah. yet it's really Katie's program. <laughs> we talk about it a lot. We do. We yeah. try to add any word to philanthro that we possibly can. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just fantastic. Yeah. So can you tell us more about Philanthropeeps? See, yeah. I say it again. So our Philanthropeeps Club actually just started this past week, um, and we talk a lot about issues that are happening in the community, specifically to teens and specifically to the youth in the high school and the middle school. Mm -hmm. um, and those kids will actually write a grant for $1,000 or less to take action against an issue they feel is really important. That is fantastic. And this is our first real foray into the middle schools, right? Mm -hmm. Like you said, we've had classroom visits for quite a while. Yeah. And um, we're going to the middle school, but I think what's been the centerpiece of our youth philanthropy for so long is our high school programming. Yeah. Um, Rose's Youth Philanthropist is starting again this year, um, where there are students from five different high schools, and they come together, and they're actually the grant panel for youth organizations. Um, so we take requests in April for grants, and the kids will actually make those grants and decide where the money goes. And that is a wonderful program. That's an endowed program, meaning the dollars were left to the community foundation to make sure that that program lives on forever. We had some really forward-thinking philanthropists in the area that wanted these youth to be involved. It's uh, that, I think that's what sets our RIP program apart from other foundations mm -hmm. that have youth philanthropy programs is that most of the others have to do a lot of fundraising yes. to be able to make the grants that they make every single year, while our... Um, our teens who are on the committee can really just focus on volunteering and mm -hmm. digging into those nonprofit applications and, and making the awards. Mm -hmm. What's really nice is youth philanthropy is nothing new. So in launching the philanthropeeps and going mm -hmm. back into the class classrooms, talking to these kids, they're volunteering already. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, I've talked point. to some students who, in lieu of birthday gifts, they've asked for donations to send to the SPCA, or um, student one student wanted to transform her mailbox into a library uh, for kids who that. can take and leave books if they don't have any at home. Um, so it's nice to kind of collect those ideas and put them in one place and see how much further we can take them. So what if there is a young person out in the community right now, maybe watching this, and they have a great idea, they already do something, and they want to make sure that the Community Foundation hears about it. What should they do, Katie? 
Well, we've also introduced our philanthro cat mm -hmm. into the world. Um, Penny Lane is our cat and she likes to hear stories of kids doing mm -hmm. great things in the community. Um, she has an email, pennylane at communityfund.org or an Instagram account, philanthrocat. Um, and she loves to hear stories of kids doing great things and likes to talk about those and share the good work. Well, we will really hope to hear from some of those kids, won't we? <laughs> yeah. Another program that kids um, we're proud of to be a partner with is the Young Entrepreneurs Academy, which is a program of the Corning Area Chamber of Commerce, which is where we are, yep. entering its fifth year. And that's where kids can start a business. And we're seeing every year now some kids think about businesses that might be mission-driven right. rather than you know more the for-profit model. And of course, we love that. Right and in our wheelhouse. kids doing that. <laughs> so we're really happy to be a part of that program and supporting it, again, going into its fifth year. So that brings us now to thinking about what's right around the corner, ladies. National Philanthropy Day. I know. And when you are a philanthropist, National Philanthropy Day is kind of a big deal. It is. But it's not a super famous day. It is November 15th, and we would love for everyone in the community to want to celebrate National Philanthropy yeah. Day. Yeah. Sarah, how are you going to celebrate? So I think a lot of times people think about philanthropy and they think about dollars and donating, mm -hmm. but it's so much more than that. Um, it's giving your time and your talent and your treasure. So I was brainstorming what I'd like to do this year along with my eight-year-old son, and that is to take a moment to write letters to family members and friends who just mean so much, mm, um, who've done things for us, who have just been there. Um, and it's not, I mean, it's not a, it's not a, it's not Mother's Day, it's not Father's Day, it's sort of an unexpected gift to be able to give to people you love. How wonderful, yeah. how wonderful, and that's helping us remember. Philanthropy literally means loving humankind. Yeah. That's what the word breaks down to. Yep. And so, sending those letters is such an act of love. Yeah. Katie, how are you gonna celebrate on um, November 15th? So my best friend and I like to do a lot of little crafts inexpensive crafting um, and what we'll do sometimes are leave little messages around the community okay. be it chalk art or we'll paint rocks and leave them in places for someone to, sp to find and maybe bring a smile to their face so I think we're gonna do something like that so oh, some little philanthropy surprises <laughs> alright we'll be looking for those and I've been thinking about this we get to practice our philanthropy every single day mm -hmm. But I was thinking this year for National Philanthropy Day, I would really pay attention to something when we think about that love that's a little bit harder, maybe, maybe an, um, an issue that's a little sadder, but the Sexual Assault Resource Center likes to collect stuffed animals to have as part of their comfort kits. Comfort kits are what volunteers or staff members take to the hospital when someone's been assaulted, and particularly when children have been sexually assaulted, that can really bring them some comfort and they get to keep the stuffed animal. And when I think about love and I think about the people who are showing love in our community, they come to mind right away because they're facing an issue that is so hard and they're doing this every single day. Yeah. So I think I'll take some nice new stuffed animals over to Sark to show them some love on November 15th. Love it. And we know of another stuffed animal program, if stuffed animals are your thing, Sarah. Yeah, so another program that I just heard about who's collecting stuffed animals is the Chemung County Nursing Facility. So that's a facility in downtown Elmira um, that they have long-term um, elderly residents there. It's a nursing home. And they collect stuffed animals, new or gently used, to give to their residents as prizes or just mm -hmm. to give them a little comfort. So 
we've got our, our bag ready full of stuffed animals. And a place that takes gently used stuffed animals can be a great way for young children yeah. to start becoming Being philanthropic. They yep. can look at their collection and think, what, what would they like to donate? Right. Yep. So yep. please consider that when you're thinking of how you want to celebrate National Philanthropy Day. So Katie, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. We will continue to love your Philanthropies program from <laughs> afar. And thank you so much for everything you do in the community. And it's a great pleasure to work with you every day too. Thank you. <laughs> and Sarah, ah. now we come to, I think sometimes my favorite part of our conversation. What are you looking forward to in the next couple of weeks? So this is an important time of the year. People start thinking about giving back, mm -hmm. um, giving to their families, gifts, and, and things like that. Um, but it's important for me and for everybody to remember a lot of those families and kids who may not be receiving gifts. Mm -hmm. So I know both um, the Salvation Army in Elmira and Corning, they have an angel tree. And that tree is mm -hmm. full of names of children who may not be living with a family who, has, who have the resources to buy them Christmas gifts. Um, so that's a fun thing that we do at the foundation as a team, but then we also do that um, in my family. We adopt a family um, to buy, you know, small gifts for. So that's what I'll be doing. That is a wonderful thing to do and definitely something worth looking forward to. Yeah. I am looking forward to something, this is a little more self-serving. Is it theater? It's theater. All right. <laughs> All right. It's more musical theater, people. But. The Corning Painted Post Middle School now has a drama program, and it's in its second year, and this year they are putting on Alice in Wonderland. Ah. And when I was in fifth grade, I played the White Rabbit once upon a time, <laughs> and I am so excited to go see a production of Alice in Wonderland, and it's hitting very close to home as our daughter is in it. Oh, that's exciting. So I encourage you, November 17th, 18th, 19th, head over to the middle school right here in Corning and see a production of... Alice in Wonderland. I don't think you'll be disappointed. They're doing a really wonderful job putting this show together. And I, for one, will be doing my very best not to sing along in the audience. You will so be singing. I, I will be it. mouthing, I promise. <laughs> no one will have to hear me. Um, but I'm really looking forward to that. That'll be fun. So thank you very much for yeah. yet another conversation about philanthropy. Thank you all for watching and listening. Please take some time to celebrate National Philanthropy Day, November 15th. Tell us what you did. Send us an email. Let us know. We would love to celebrate with you and the whole community. And we'll look forward to the next episode of the Good Works Podcast. Mm -hmm.